down jackets. Please start your archived recording. 30 seconds in. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, mark. 30 seconds to airtime. Your final time check will come with 15 seconds to airtime. Mark, 15 seconds to airtime. Stations, have fun. The following is a presentation of IMG. IMG. America's home for college sports. Together, we swarm. Ten, five, a dive, touchdown, Jackets. It is broken up, incomplete. 32 yards to Quan Marshall. In a blink. A rambling wreck is, is coming. coming. The 15, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Jackets. Broken up in the end zone. Sacked by the Jackets. They absolutely swarm. The Mouse call, Gervonta Vincent. Take it the distance, young man. This is Georgia Tech football. Justin intercepted, sacked from the backside to Quan before they even got in their seats. Here at Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's a clutch finish. It's time for the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. Coming up, we have 60 minutes of tech football talk. The Paul Johnson Show is presented by Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold coca-cola you know you've got yourself a winner now alongside three-time acc coach of the year paul johnson here's the voice of the yellow jackets andy demetra and a very good evening it is monday night and once again it's time to talk georgia tech football welcome into the paul johnson show that is one way to snap a losing streak 63 17 a resounding victory for yellow jacket saturday over bowling green Moves Tech to 2-3 and three on the year as they jump back into ACC play this Friday night. Little Friday night lights as they take on the Louisville Cardinals at Cardinal Stadium. We'll break down that matchup, touch on some of the standouts and big numbers posted this past Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Look forward to doing so with your tweets using the hashtag AskCPJ. And as always, we look forward to doing it with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. Let's introduce him now. Coach, good to be with you. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Uh, everything gets moved up a, a day because of the Friday night kickoff this week. So you're back on the practice field Sunday. What was the mood and attitude like in practice after a game like that? Well, it was uh, a little better, as you would imagine. I think the energy's good, but... To our guys' credit, I don't think they've ever really faltered. They've practiced hard and shown up every day. They've been, you know, there's been some frustration. But as far as uh, energy and that kind of thing, it, it never really waned. You talked uh, in the lead-up to the Bowling Green game about, about getting back to bases, cutting down on mistakes, maybe rejuvenating some of that confidence. How would you do in those three phases versus Bowling Green? Well, I thought we did really well. We cut uh, the missed assignments in offense by about 70%. And uh, – you know, the ball, knock on wood, the ball, really, we had one poor snap. But other than that, it wasn't on the ground. No turnovers. And, uh, you know, we executed fairly well. Got a defensive score as well. Uh, had eight def offensive touchdowns in that one pick six. Tobias Oliver, Taquan Marshall, uh, both saw action. Taquan had a pair of rushing touchdowns. So did Tobias. Tobias had 115 rushing yards, and Taquan very efficient through the air. He was 5 of 6 for 160 yards. How those two guys run the offense in your eyes on Saturday? Well, they played well. I think that was uh, Taquan's best game. Uh, you know, he didn't have a lot of yardage carrying the ball, but he distributed it well. And, you know, fundamentally he was much better on the option part of the game. And we still got some work to do, but he, uh, I thought he played really well. What about Tobias? Tobias went in and did some good things as well. He's very quick and elusive, has some good runs, and we didn't have to change a whole lot when he went when he went in. He was able to go in and, and execute the offense. You gave him some grief on that 62-yard touchdown run, I understand. Well, it showed up on the scoreboard one play, 65 yards, 13 seconds. <laughs> and I told him, I said, that's pretty sad when, 
you, it takes you 13 seconds to run 65 yards. I think I could do that. Did he laugh it off, or did he try to defend himself? I, I think he just kind of looked at me like, what are you, are you talking about? Yeah, well, that's true. He did have a little bit of an east-west of that run before he cut it upfield. Uh, defensively, you said afterwards in our postgame show, you thought the defense was hot and cold when, when you threw the tape on afterwards. What else did you see? What takeaways did you have from the defense's day? Well, I think the defense made some big plays, and we got some turnovers, certainly, which is a positive. Uh, we We weren't anywhere near our standard on third down on defense we gave up uh you know we've done a really good job this year i think in all the games of you know creating some second and long and some third and long situations we've just got to got to get a better outcome when we do that you had 67 players make the participation report on saturday for a short week how much does that help you saving some snaps out of those first and second string guys well it helps a lot this is probably the healthiest we've been coming out of a game and how does the schedule lay out any differently this week you guys were back in practice on sunday does the the schedule of what you guys try to get accomplished on a given day change now that you, you have it compressed by one day yeah we had to change the schedule last week because uh, with the new NCA rules, you know, they have to have a day off. So we, we made Friday last week our day off so we could pick up Sunday. And uh, so Sunday was like a Monday practice for us. We went over the game film and had our meetings and put that one to bed and introed Louisville. So today on Monday we'll be able to get into a Tuesday practice, vice versa. So we're one day ahead. So today will be Tuesday, tomorrow will be Wednesday, and then Wednesday will be Thursday. Thursday, we'll travel up to Louisville and get ready to play on Friday night. Yeah, Saturday will be Friday. First ever meeting between the Yellow Jackets and Cardinals. Of course, Friday was the first ever matchup between Georgia Tech and Bowling Green. And you hang your most points on the scoreboard since 65 versus Tulane in 2015. It was also an afternoon that featured a record set in the milestone reach from one of your offensive players. He's our Wellstar Athlete of the Week. We'll introduce him after this. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate it's got to be burgers and an ice cold coke real football y pollo asado. hoops and wings it subs nah, hot dog no dodger dog i'll drink to that pass me a coke it's gotta be crawfish mac and cheese no seven layer dip ribs no contest hummus um what you need a hot grill and an ice cold coke of course football and coke come on it's got to be coke game day race day calls for coke you know it it's tailgate 101 when bad weather is out there, so is Georgia Power, with power grids that can heal themselves. Highly trained linemen who are ready to go if the power goes out. And outage alerts by text, email, or phone that inform you of what's going on before, during, and after a storm. We do whatever it takes to bring you reliable power at the lowest cost when you need it. So, no matter what the weather can bring, Georgia Power is there. To learn more, visit georgiapower.com slash storm. Where memories are made. This is a miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Searcy. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. It's that time of year again. Cold and flu season is back, and we've got you covered. Our primary care offices are conveniently located in your neighborhood, around the corner. Get your flu shot now so you can stay healthy. Cheer louder and never miss a game. Across the goal line, touchdown Georgia Tech! Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. dialed in to the Paul Johnson Show. Now it's time for tonight's Wellstar of the Week. Presented by Wellstar, the official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Be back, Mason. Hail Motion, Cersei. 
Marshall on a play fake, looking long, airs it out, has Clinton Lynch over the shoulder, makes the catch at the 20. He has the record and the first down. Jerry McBride cut him down, but for the first time in Georgia Tech history, the Jackets have a 1,000-yard rusher and now a 1,000-yard receiver, and it's the redshirt senior, Clinton Lynch. Who else could it be but Clinton Lynch, the A-back, our Wellstar Athlete of the Week. That 41-yard catch enabled him to surpass 1,000 receiving yards for his career, and doing so, he becomes the first Yellow Jacket ever to have 1,000 career rushing, 1,000 career uh, receiving yards. He didn't have one of those eight offensive touchdowns. He just has to settle for a program first instead in that 63-17 win over Bowling Green. Welcome back to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. I'm Andy Dementor. He's Paul Johnson. Coach, break down that play call for us uh, that led to the record-breaking catch from Clinton. And when you called it in, did you know that if it was executed properly, it would hit for Clinton? Well, we had a pretty good idea. That's why we called it. It was play action off the off the option, and the safety was running the alley really hard. And, uh, you know, we felt like he could get behind him, and he did. He had to take a shot at that end of the play as well. I mean, that was not a sure thing for him to make that catch. Well, he made a really good catch. Uh, you know, the guy realized after Clinton got by him and was coming back and trying to make up some ground. But, uh, you know, Clinton's usually pretty good, if, especially on big plays. If you get it close to him, he usually makes them. And he certainly did there. 41 yards and allowed him to top 1,000 for his career. We invite your questions, as always, using the hashtag AskCPJ. Our friend El Jefe is back on Twitter. Had a question for you about Clinton. And I thought this was a good one. He asked you, do you recall any other players who achieved that career milestone, 1,000 receiving, 1,000 rushing, either when you were at Navy or at Georgia Southern? And also he wants to know what attributes helped make Lynch so versatile, besides, of course, having a great play caller. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I, would, I would venture to guess that we had that probably happen at, at Navy at some point, but uh, I, I don't know. You, you know, you'd have to go back and look. It's not something that we think about or – or go into certainly it's a great accomplishment by clinton uh you know without going back and researching that i wouldn't have any idea but uh you know clinton's always been around he he finds himself on the end of big plays a lot he has in his career uh some of it we haven't really gone out of our way to try to single clinton out he just happens to when he gets a chance, he makes them, and he happens to, to be there on the end of a lot of them. But he's a big beneficiary when defenses are selling out to stop the run because he has that elusiveness and that, that burst to get downfield and get a step on his man. Right, and he he's plays a position in the offense that's kind of a slash receiver, slash running back, so he's going to get some, uh, you know, touches both ways. So he gets the when he gets the ball. He gets it in the rushing game, and he's going to catch some some passes because he's a slot receiver. Now, he was a slot receiver in high school at Norcross High. In your experience, do more of your A-backs come from that background where they were inside receivers or more of them running backs? I'm curious how, how uh, uncommon it is for an A-back like Clint to have that wide receiver background. Well, there's some of both, but I would think, you know, on average, most of them are running backs in high school. Uh, another uh, question we had concerned Henri St. Amour, and he certainly could have been a candidate for our Wellstar Athlete of the Week. Had that pick six, had a sack, two and a half tackles for loss. QB hurry, seems he's really taken well to this defensive end role at the top of the 3-4. What, what's made him go? What makes Henri St. Amour go? Well, Henri has a, has a big motor, and he's a good player. I think he'd be good in whatever scheme you ran. So, uh this this particular defense helps him a little bit with his size because he's not as big as some others where, you know, in a 4-3 defense, he would in, end up on uh, having to do a different role. With, and we move around a lot and end in the defense. He's, he gets to slant and, and do some things. And he's really quick. He plays hard, and he's got a big motor. Of course, it was Desmond Branch who had the interception the week prior versus Clemson. He got the tip on that pass that ultimately landed in Henri's arms for a three-yard walk-in score. You talked after the game on Saturday, Coach, about getting the calls in versus tempo offenses. Is is there a way to accelerate that process, or does it just come with time and, and reps? No, I mean, I think it comes with time and reps, and we can we can also accelerate. We've got to do a better job on our substitution end. You know, when the other team sends in players, if you sub – then they have to hold the ball to get you ready. But what happens is we, we may be sending them in too fast. We need to not send them in right when they send in. We need to, to look and then send our guys in, make it a little bit tougher and slow them down. So 
So you can short-circuit that tempo just with the timing of your substitution. If they substitute, you can. Yeah, that's, I guess, one way to slow them down. Uh, I, I know you talked about the trouble on third downs. Bowling Green was 11 of 19 on Saturday. Um, what could have been done better to, to finish those drives? We often talk about finishing drives in the context of an offense, but that applies to a defense as well. Well, we've got to work really hard on our coverage stuff this week. I think that, uh, it, you know, we've done a pretty good job against the rushing game for the most part, but uh, there's some holes in our coverage. And, you know, it can't all be pressure because a lot of the teams are three-step. They're throwing quick game. And uh, and we've got to shore up some of the holes in our coverage and do a better job that way. Louisville is not the, the juggernaut Louisville offense that we've seen in recent years, 120th or so in the nation in total offense. That'll be the challenge ahead of your defense this Friday. Again, Tomey's leather is sent for 7 o'clock. We'll have our network airtime at 5 o'clock on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. Short week, a little Friday night lights for the Yellow Jackets, and we continue to talk about it with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. It's the Paul Johnson Show. We'll take another quick time out. More of your questions with the hashtag AskCPJ after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. Thewhiteandgold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a tech graduate, the White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At the White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's thewhiteandgold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass, but Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You play it together. You sweat together. You cry together. You fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG Sports. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. A reminder, every powerful drive is brought to you by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And Georgia Tech had its fair share of powerful drives Saturday versus Bowling Green. In fact, your first seven possessions resulted in scores. That was the first time that it happened since Clemson in 2009. Got you rolling, and it resulted in the 63-17 win over Bowling Green. Wesley Wells, coach, your true freshman from Dahlonega, got the uh, first string job at place kicker this week. Didn't have a chance to showcase the leg on field goals, but he was perfect on his extra points. Uh, does he remain the starting place kicker for Louisville, or does he have to earn it again this week? No, absolutely. I think he went out and kicked well. And, you know, as we broke it down and watched the tape, there was only one, maybe one extra point that wasn't dead center. And uh, so Wesley's earned the right. He was know, go out there and, and be the kicker. He's a product of Lumpkin County High walk-on. I'm curious always with those walk-on kickers, 
did you find him? Did he find you? How did you guys find a match? That's usually some of both, but we, we found Wesley. We knew he was a pretty good kicker. And it was not just Wesley. You had some glowing words for all of your special teams on Saturday. I know you were really pleased with Sean Davis's kickoffs. Well, Sean kicked the ball really well on kickoffs. I, as far as our special teams go, we had a couple of, of really bad penalties. Uh, you know, he had a 100-yard or whatever kick returner call back because of a holding penalty. And then we had uh, – they shanked a punt, and we get a, a holding penalty on the punt return team that set us back, probably cost us 30 yards. So those things we got to, to, to do away with. But, uh, you know, when you kick off as much as we did, there's some holes in our kickoff team again that we got to fix and shore up. But it's uh, nothing that, that really – affected the outcome of the game you know you want guys who, who are charging downhill and getting their nose in on the ends of a lot of plays we've called Quez Jackson's name several times on on special teams getting tackles is he one of those guys who has emerged as you know a solid guy not afraid to to really go all out in, in pursuit of a ball carrier yeah well certainly he's made some plays on on special teams and he's played a little defense and we're you know we're game six we're to the point where you're not a freshman anymore you played enough you gotta you gotta get out there and mix it up and Certainly, he's got ability, and he's not afraid to uh, to mix it up with people. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, you told Taquan in practice. I remember you relating the story to Wiley Ballard in our postgame show on Saturday. You said you told Taquan in practice last week, have some fun. Do you feel like maybe Taquan had been overthinking things in those Pitt and Clemson games, and had you seen him play with more of a, a clear head and a clear mind against Bowling Green? Well, I think that uh, that he went out and, and focused, and, and we probably simplified the thing and made it easier. And, uh, you know, he's got abilities. Like I said, he, he can be a really good player. And sometimes I think that w when you're that way and it's your senior year and you're this, you put too much pressure on yourself and you try to overcome. And it's like I told him, I said, all you can do is your thing. If they don't block the perimeter or they don't block the linebacker or they don't, it, it, that's not you. Just play. And you work too long and hard and, and to get ready to play not to have some fun with it. It's got to be fun. Now, you got to be focused and intense when you play football, but but you need to have some fun as well. And uh, I think he did that, and I've encouraged him and all our guys, just turn off the noise. You, you know, we talked a lot about last week, just control what you can control. And all the stuff the outside, you know, you can't control. And you can't control what's happening on the field other than your job. So focus on what you got to do and don't worry about whether the wide receiver is doing what he has to do or the the whatever. Just do what you have to do the best you can do it. That's yeah. what you can control. And, and I, I forget if we, we talked about this on air or off, but the Tennessee game last year was a perfect example of that where he just, you know, was just doing his job and he wasn't trying to, you know, outfox himself, just stick to what you tell him and, and how he sees the play and then – there he was, gashing Tennessee play after play. Right. He's got a ton of ability. He's hard to tackle. He's quick. And he can throw the ball well enough. You know, so it's like he just needs to play. Just go out there and have fun and beat the Quan. Don't don't worry about trying to be somebody that everybody wants you to be. Just beat the Quan. That's good enough. He was five for six through the air and certainly did his damage uh, when his t number was called through the air. Uh, I had a question on Twitter. Hashtag is AskCPJ. David, uh, Coach, wants to know, uh, he noticed Daquan was pitching the ball much more frequently on Saturday. Seems to be by design, question mark, or just better situations to pitch? No, I think he did a better job in, in running the option and getting downhill and, and dispersing the ball. And sometimes the defense determines who keeps the ball. Uh, for the most part, he was, he was getting the guy that he was option key was leveraged and he was pitching the ball uh you know he i think that on his option reads i can't remember him missing one actually so he did a, he did a nice job with that the whole game todd with another question the hashtag ask cpj he says what changed the most this week to prevent the fumbles and overall how did Daquan improve in his pitch relation and passing game well, it, you know you keep practicing it every day and we worked on it really hard and got down and and I mean, went back to square one with the relationships and that kind of thing. And quite honestly, the competition wasn't the same either. So, I mean, it's like uh, it, they weren't as big and as fast as those guys the week before, which can can make you make errors if you're not dead on with your fundamentals and, and your uh, focus.
Yeah, yeah. We know Boston College was a little beleaguered on the defensive side of the football entering on Saturday. You mean Bowling Green, right? Bowling Green. What did I say? Boston College. Boston College. Good yeah. Lord. I'm thinking too much of the ACC. I know we do have our uh, Coca-Cola ACC refresher coming up later. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Bowling Green wouldn't mind swapping with Boston College right now, uh, incidentally. How important was that first completion that Daquan had for his confidence? It seemed like he just didn't quite have that early success throwing the ball downfield. Uh, against Pitt or against Clemson, do you feel like that helped him just put himself at ease? Uh, possibly. I, it's like I said, I think Daquan's a pretty confident kid. I, I don't think that part of it has been shaken at all. He he knows what he can do. And uh, for the most part, I, I've i said it before, I don't think our kids have a confidence problem. If, if anything, it might be the other way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you just got to relax and play. We'll continue our conversation with the head coach and also a terrific spot checker for the broadcaster. Paul Johnson is the Paul Johnson Show here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories. Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build the legendary F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 41 years, with Super Duty and Motor Trend's 2018 Truck of the Year, the F-150. Now is a great time to check out Ford F-Series trucks with great offers, leases, and financing at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. Best-selling trucks based on sales December 1976 to November 2017. For the best highlights and sound, from each game, follow the Voice of the Jackets on Twitter at Andy Demetra. Our coverage continues right after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. Have you thought about your next doctor's visit? Probably not, but we have. And at Wellstar, we've got you covered. For that flu shot you know you need <coughs> at one of our primary care clinics, for that accident you weren't expecting at our level one trauma center and that old football injury that just reared up again Ow. yep our orthopedic specialists are at the ready wellstar we've got jacket fans covered dialed into the Paul Johnson Show for more coverage of Yellow Jacket football alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson. Here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Hyatt Regency Atlanta is your stay for game day. Visit us at HyattRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. Hyatt Regency Atlanta, an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. We invite you to tune in for Georgia Tech versus Louisville Friday night at Cardinal Stadium, 7 o'clock. Tommy's Leather will be on the air statewide at 5 o'clock. For those of, us who, uh, those of you who listen to us on our flagship station, 680 The Fan, 93.7 FM, you do know Braves will be in action in the NL Divisional Series on Friday. Don't know against whom. We do know they'll be on the West. Coast, but those times have not been announced yet. So if there is a conflict, do know that we'll be on our sister station, the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 a.m. and 106.3 FM. And we'll make sure to promote that uh, when we do have a, a firm time date for uh, us and our flagship station and our various social media platforms. Let's get back into it with the head coach, Paul Johnson, on the offensive line. You gave Connor Hansen his first career start. How did he perform on Saturday? And, and what's he kind of done to muscle his way up the depth chart? Well, I think that Connor's getting better the more he plays. Uh, you know, like a lot of the guys, he did some things that were really good, and he had a couple of things he's got to work on. So uh, I think he's excited that he's playing now and uh, working hard, and he kind of earned it. I mean, he practiced and 
we weren't particularly happy with the way we were playing there and at that position, so we felt like we'd give him a chance, and uh, he's gone in and made the most of it. How was the interior blocking on those belly plays and, and trap handoffs that you ran for the B-backs? Well, for the most part, they were okay. I mean, they were pretty good. Uh, the first couple of times we ran it, the, the, the running backs actually missed where they should have been. But, uh, you know, once they missed, they kind of saw it and got back. And, uh, you, you know, we were pretty efficient offensively. There's not much you can nitpick on, on what they did. Yeah, nine and a half yards per play for your team on Saturday versus Bowling Green. If we flip to the defensive side, uh, Charlie Thomas had eight tackles. I know you moved him to Jack Linebacker. I believe he started in fall camp at Stinger, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, he did. Uh, what, what made you and the coaches believe that he, he'd be a better fit at the Jack? I think Coach Woody has struggled at the Jack with uh, the way we've played, and he, he wanted to take a look at some different guys, and he put, put Charlie over there, and now that's kind of – he played well. So, he'll you know, I don't know if, whether he's going to be the starter or not, but there's a chance he may be the starter this week. What, what do you have – has you excited about his upside? Oh, young just guy, got, I mean, he like you said, he's productive. He's You can make adjustments with him. He's pretty smart. He don't don't screw up. He's kind of, for the most part, where he's supposed to be, and uh, and he's got good athletic ability. So, yeah. long. Let's not forget Victor Alexander did have a strip sack uh, that resulted in a change of possession. Mm -hmm. Is it just the nature of a new defense where a senior who led the team in tackles last year is going to have to compete for snaps? Well, the they're both going to play. The Vic Victor's still going to play a great deal, and he may still end up being the starter. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, it's not so much just Victor that, Nobody has played every snap over there. They've been a rotation, and uh, Coach Woody just hadn't found what he wants yet. Defensive secondary Malik Rivera had double-digit tackles with 10. Johnny Kerr productive as well. He had eight. Who graded out well in the defensive secondary facing that air raid Bowling Green offense? Well, I don't know that, that anybody graded out particularly well. Uh, Malik did. I mean, mm -hmm. Malik's been pretty consistent. Uh, you know, I think at the corners – uh, I'd have to go back and look. Uh, maybe Lamont might have had the highest grade, either he or Trey. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But they were all kind of close. Another question on Twitter. Steven, using the hashtag AskCPJ, he, he feels that the DBs are getting burned by bubble and smoke screens. He says DBs oftentimes playing 8 to 10 yards off on third and short. They're highly susceptible. Those are his observations. Wants to know how are you addressing that. Well, I don't know about the bubbles. I don't, I don't think they threw. They threw one down on the goal line. Uh, that's the only bubble screen I remember. They were doing some RPOs, and, and we were getting misaligned. And quite honestly, we were probably asking our guys to do too much, um, adjusting with the motion or, or whatever. But uh, I think we can get better. The one thing, I, you know, as far as the bubbles go, nobody's thrown the bubbles on us this year like they have in the past. I think we've done a pretty good job of playing that. Uh, you know, sometimes we've given a cushion. Uh, Bowling Green has some really good receivers. I said that's Scott Miller, the man. Then little number the twenty one, he was a really good player and quick. And uh, you know, a lot of the RPOs, it's unless you're you're straight man to man on some of that stuff, it's guys underneath as well. And it's a catch twenty two. You want it to come up and take away and play tight at times, but it's not so much fun if they were throwing it over their head, everybody'd want to know why they weren't backing up. So, you know, the bottom line, we gave up a lot of third downs. Nobody's happy with that. I think we can play better on defense, but we gave up 17 points. And for the most part, since I've been here, if we give up 17 or less, we have a chance to win most of the time. And you do know when you score 63 more times than not, you're going to win as well. Again, most points scored by Georgia Tech since the second week of 2015. They'll carry that offensive explosion into Cardinals Stadium on Friday night as they take on the Louisville Cardinals. Coming up, we'll take a look around the rest of the ACC with our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. <laughs> Real football y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. 
Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You breathe together, you sweat together, you cry together, you fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. We all know how important coaching is to great performance on the field. Well, the same is true in the classroom. That's why Georgia Power is teaming with Georgia Tech to sponsor the Professor of Excellence program, recognizing a tech professor who goes above and beyond for their students. Look for the honorees during an on-field presentation at every Jackets home game and learn more about Georgia Power's commitment to sport and scholastic excellence at georgiapower.com sports. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Time now for an ACC refresher presented by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Here again, Andy Demetra. Well, we have the Friday night treatment to every other game on Saturday this week in the ACC. Syracuse travels to Pittsburgh so close to a second consecutive victory over the Clemson Tigers. Fell just short. Boston College is at NC State. Florida State takes on Miami. Clemson is at Wake Forest. And then maybe the marquee matchup of the Saturday night game at Lane Stadium. Notre Dame versus the Virginia Tech Hokies. Welcome back to the Paul Johnson Show. Alongside Paul Johnson, I'm Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Uh, last week, Sports Illustrated published an article about the past, the present, and the future of the offense. And you were quoted in that story by Ross Dellinger. I'm curious, had you had a chance to read it? I glanced through it. Uh, I, I don't know that I've read it in the enti- its entirety. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll probably talked to, to Ross for 25 or 30 minutes one day. Was that over the summer or earlier this fall? No, it was really last week or about wow. a week and a half ago or two weeks. What do you th- I mean, it was the, the whole, uh, I guess, premise of the article and, the, the you know, in what incarnation will we continue to see the option? Yeah, I guess that was it. Yeah. I think that basically where he's from down there, there's a lot of high schools that – have still embraced it and one that's won a bunch of state championships and uh you know he was going back to the just talking about the origin and how long we've done it and why he you know he wondered why more people didn't do it uh that kind of thing that's kind of what we talked about that's pretty neat they kind of trace the whole family tree of of option coaches dating all the way back to you know, the 50s and 60s. So it's a pretty insightful article. Definitely check it out on sportsillustrated.com. Some more questions here, Coach, on Twitter. The hashtag is AskCPJ. Charles says, can we expect 6'5 Stephen Dolphus to get more targets after his reception versus Bowling Green? Well, Stephen, that uh, was good to see him make a play. And, uh, you know, he's been playing uh, more and more this year. Uh, he, you know, he broke his hand in camp, and that set him back a little bit. But now he's starting to get back healthy. And, Really what we'd like to do is have a four-man rotation there at receiver with, uh, you know, with Jalen and Brad and uh, Steve and Malachi Carter. So that's that's kind of what that thing is. And as far as targets go, it's, it's like most of the time in our passing game is just who's in the game. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. throw it to one guy or whatever. Actually, Brad Stewart probably played better than any of the receivers Saturday and didn't have a catch. But he did a great job out on the perimeter blocking and doing a lot of those things. And it 
you know, certainly it wasn't intentional not to throw it his way. It's like the one play action that Steve caught. It was a crossing route, and they decided not to cover Steve and cover Brad. It was so the the defense dictates some of that sometimes. Another question: We uh, this one comes from Patrick Coach. He says, "Are you satisfied with the developments of the A-backs this year?" Well, they've played a lot of football. I mean, you got Clinton and Quay who played for three or four years. Uh, I think Nathan Cottrell's been positive. Uh, we're still searching for that fourth guy in the rotation. Amari Jarrett did some things this time. He's trying to be that guy and get more time. Uh, I think, like always, you'd, you'd like to be more consistent at times, and, but uh, they've played okay. I think Patrick was, was wondering if the guys like Quay and, and Clinton have progressed the way that you anticipated they would from their sophomore seasons when they kind of came onto the scene to where they are now. Well, it depends game by game and the way the other teams play, and sometimes they're more involved and other times uh, not as much. But, uh, you know, I got confidence in those guys when they're out there. I know they know what to do and, and where to go. And like we talk about when they get a chance, most of them have made plays in, in big situations. We had a great turnout of questions this week on Twitter. We invite you to chime in, as always, using the hashtag AskCPJ. We'll dive into them more on the other side of this break. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition, named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive! Down Yellow Jackets! 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Searcy. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. You probably think we're going to give you a bunch of healthy living tips, but we've only got 30 seconds. We know that life happens, and when it does, Wellstar's got you covered with the largest health system in Georgia. With hospitals, outpatient care, primary care, specialty medicine, and urgent care all conveniently located, we'll be nearby when you need us. Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. Make sure to uh, set your calendars next Monday for our second special edition Paul Johnson Show live at Six Feet Under Midtown. 7 o'clock, we'll be there live, 11th Street, right down the road from the Georgia Tech campus. Come here in your Georgia Tech gear or show your buzz card and receive 10% off food. Ask your questions live. Have the opportunity to receive prizes such as gift cards and Georgia Tech gear. Again, that is Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House. It's 11th Street in Midtown next Monday as we get sent for another home week in the ACC versus Duke. This week, though, going back on the road in search of that first conference win over the Louisville Cardinals. You'd mentioned earlier Coach Wanya Thomas nearly took one to the house. Well, he did take one to the house in that kick return, but it was called back on the penalty. Uh, penalty aside, who were the blockers that, that did their jobs well to enable uh, Wanya to turn it loose? 
Well, it was a kind of a, a field return, and, and there were several guys. I mean, it'd be hard to single anybody out. Uh, the front line was, was sealing off, and then, then the back wedges, they came through. They really kind of got caught, and he ducked in and outran everybody, if you want to know the truth, right down the sideline. But, uh, it, you know, without it'd be hard. If I start singling one guy out, I'm going to leave two or three out. Wanya's got some long strides, and that's something we've noticed up in the broadcast booth. He's a guy who really kind of gallops and glides when he's uh, on run, on returns. Wanya's really a, a good athlete. He's going to be a really, really good football player. He's going to be a good defensive player, too. When he gets more comfortable and knows what to do, he's uh, got a ton of athletic ability. Another question on the Twitter hashtag is AskCPJ. Uh, this guy does not have a name on Twitter, but we'll ask the question no matter. He said he noticed that the QB – is turning back inside for an immediate hit when he's forced to keep but yet cannot pitch. What is the quarterback supposed to do as turning back inside seems like a dead end? Well, if you're going to run the option, you've got to try to attack the inside shoulder to take those guys out of the play. So we're not a lateral team. That was part of our problem early on. We were too lateral. We want to get downhill. And then you want to kick the ball when the shoulders turn or whatever. And uh, if you do that, once you, if you've done it before and you, you realize you're not taking a big hit most of the time, it's you're giving and you're letting your weight go, and, and you know, uh, that's probably the easiest way to do it. You want to fall back inside. You can't, be, you can't end up outside. You're pushing everybody out to where the ball's being pitched. All right, good question on Twitter. Again, the hashtag is AskCPJ. You talked about improving the fumbles, only one that was rolled on the ground on the snap. Other than that, you said Daquan Marshall looked very sharp and crisp and uh, running the option. How do you negotiate guys being confident but not being too careful where they're not getting full speed because they're worried about making sure that they secure the ball and avoid the fumbles? Uh, you, you can't worry about it. you got to play. You, you, you know, we don't do anything in the game that we haven't repped a million times in practice. So it's like you've repped that stuff. You just got to go play and do it fundamentally. Do your fundamentals and do them right, and you won't have the issue, yeah. you know. Certainly did that. 372 rushing yards against Bowling Green on Saturday. Averaged 7.6 yards a carry. 63-17 how it ended. We'll see how this Friday turns out for the Yellow Jackets as they dive back into ACC play to take on the Louisville Cardinals. We'll talk about the Cardinals coming up. It's our MGM Keys to the Game. That's next on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown Jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. It's Ramblin rec.com slash memories go jackets follow us on twitter at img audio for the best highlights and sound from around the country each saturday more coverage of yellow jacket football continues after these messages Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. At Georgia Power, we do more than generate some of the lowest cost energy in the country. We attract businesses to our state by connecting national and global companies to an expanding pool of talent. This effort has resulted in over 134,000 new jobs in the last 10 years alone. It's just one of the many ways we help make our state a better place to live, work, and grow. Georgia Power, generating opportunity. Learn more at georgiapower.com growth.
It's time for a look at this weekend's upcoming opponent, brought to you by MGM Resorts. With a look at the keys for this week's game, once again, here's Andy Demetra. Georgia Tech and Louisville this Friday night, 7 o'clock. Tomis Leather at Cardinals Stadium. Cardinals tried to shake off a really tough loss last Saturday to Florida State. They had the ball just outside the Florida State red zone, leading with a, gosh, a little more than two minutes to go. Jawan passed through an interception, and Florida State took advantage. So they emerged victorious. And now Louisville looking to shake that off against the Yellow Jackets at 7 o'clock kickoff time this Friday at Cardinal Stadium. Of course, the biggest change in personnel, Coach, is no Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's now Jawan Pass. You think? Yeah, a little bit. Just Jawan Pass and Malik Cunningham. Yeah, it's breaking news here on the Paul Johnson Show. Uh, but has their play selection changed measurably without uh, Lamar Jackson? Are they trying to, to do different things, run different plays to make Pass and Cunningham more comfortable? Well, Coach Petrino has been coaching football for a long time, and he has his package, and he's, he, you know, it's adaptable to whoever they have. But uh, – Probably not quite as much quarterback run stuff with the pass kid. The other quarterback, Cunningham, they can do this, a lot of the same things they did with uh, Jackson. But it's like, uh, it, you know, so you got to prepare for the system. It's, it's. I keep saying you don't necessarily prepare for the people. You prepare for the system and what part of the system they're going to run. The thing that they have with both quarterbacks, especially after last week, you don't know who's going to play. So you got to get ready for – if, if either one plays, so you got to prep all of it. I'll see what other illuminating insights I can give our audience here. <laughs> uh, de- defensively, what have you seen out of them this year? The, the Brian Van Gorder is their defensive coordinator. I know you're familiar with him. Do you have a sense of how he might try to scheme you guys, even though you've never faced Louisville before? Yeah, I mean, we played when he was at Notre Dame. I think, you know, he's got an idea of what we do. and I think he was the – you know, they hired him at Georgia a couple of years ago up there to come in and help. And uh, so he's got an ID. He played Navy every year when he was at Notre Dame. Uh, and and they'll run their system and, and what they do. They've actually not been r- too bad on defense considering they've struggled so much offensively. Uh, you know, they've had to play a lot of snaps. They're young. They're they're physical. they got some really big guys up front. And uh, – you know, hopefully we can go and, and execute. Again, it's it's more about us than it is them. What is the best thing that Louisville does on defense? Uh, they pressure. They they do some things. And it's, it's uh, you know, in the Florida State game, they had really kind of controlled that game defensively for a long time. And the play that they got beat on there, the one minute they were blitzing and the kid missed a tackle and the guy from Florida State just outran everybody. So Friday night game, I know you're not one for the nostalgia questions, but I remiss if I didn't ask you about your favorite memory coaching on Friday nights at Avery County when you were just starting your coaching career. It was a long time ago, but does anything stand out? I got a little Friday night lights for the Yellow Jackets this week. Hmm. The, uh, the, the only thing I think, the one thing that I can, I, there's probably a lot if I thought about it, but I can remember, I think it was the, First year I was coaching there, we, we were playing the state playoffs and stadium set in a little bowl is kind of a little bowl. It's like, a, you know, any kind of small high school stadium. And uh, we were going back and forth. We were we were scoring. We were in, in a game that, and both teams were scoring. But we were playing with our backup quarterback, our senior quarterback, who was a really good player. He ended up signing a scholarship, uh, had been out sick all week. And all of a sudden – I'm on the sideline and I hear this roar from the stands and I look and the kid is standing with his uniform on up at the top of the hill. (laughs) And I guess he was listening to the game on the radio and convinced his parents that he could play. And he came in by ambulance. They, they call her where I'm from. It was a rescue squad. They called and they brought him over and, and he came down and, when he came down and went in, we scored every time we had the ball from there on. And uh, I think we might have won the game by six, or I, I don't even remember if we won the game because we may have been behind when he came. But I just remember that. It was like something you'd see in a, in a movie. But uh, 
when the kid was standing there and then you know you hear the crowd and you look up and he, he's standing there in the uniform and here he comes running down the hill so he came in an ambulance mm-hmm. to the game he did wow and you had no idea no we didn't think he was going to play he had been sick all week well, it was a smart kid he was listening to the game on the radio right yeah <laughs> right speaking of which five o'clock airtime seven o'clock Tommy's leather me sean bedford wiley battled on the georgia tech img sports network georgia tech versus louisville as tech returns to acc play following the 63 7 win over Bowling Green. We'll get the final thoughts of Paul Johnson in just a moment. Of course, humans weren't born to be bored. That's why we created MGM Resorts to entertain the human race. Visit MGMResorts.com to book your Vegas stay today. We'll wrap things up here in the Paul Johnson Show following this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation, But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal when you see the white and gold you know what we stand for and if you're an opponent you know what you're in for welcome to atlanta welcome to georgia tech football Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Georgia Tech versus Louisville this Friday night. And should the starting quarterbacks to be beat to Quan Marshall for Tech and Jawan Pass, the redshirt sophomore for Louisville. Think about this. In October of 2014, Harris County High School played Carver High School in Columbus, Georgia. Harris County won. They snapped Carver's 53-game region win streak. The starting quarterback for Harris County that night was Daquan Marshall. Carver's starting quarterback was Jawan Pass. And here they are potentially meeting again on a Friday night. Did I redeem myself for the Lamar Jackson? You did. Hopefully we can get the same result. There we go. Uh, of course, you know, you guys are, are anxious and champing at the bit to uh, get that first ACC win, get a road win as well, facing a Louisville team that will come in similarly hungry given how their game against Florida State turned out. Uh, what can ensure uh, just a better start for you guys on the road and get that off to a good start? Uh, we just got to play. I think the road things, you know, it is what it is. Uh until everybody started talking about it, I I really wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to it. I don't I don't know. I know that in the league, any any league, when you go on the road, it's harder to win. It should be. Uh, you know, I looked last week. And I didn't I didn't have a chance to look this week, but I looked last week. The only team that won on the road was Clemson uh, in our league. You, you know, conference games this week. I guess Virginia Tech won. They may have been the only team that won on the road. Uh, so it's uh, when you go on the road, it's it's tough to win sometimes. Yeah, uh, we forgot to talk about Will Bryan so far. He made his return after missing a couple of games. How do you fare in in his snaps against Bowling Green? Well, it was good to get Will back. I think he was a little bit rusty and and he had to play some of the rust off. But uh, he's a valuable guy. He knows a bunch of positions and and he's played a lot of football, so he can go out there and fill in where needed. And we saw more Kenny Cooper at center. He's continuing to reacclimate himself to, to snapping the ball. Yeah, he's, he's playing more, and we'll look this week. He's got a chance to maybe start at center, and we may move Jay Hazel around a little bit. We hadn't fully decided to practice, depend on practice the next couple of days. All right, so what will be the t- at the top of the whiteboard uh, when you gather your team around on Friday night, especially on defense you're facing the Louisville team that's looking to re-energize its offensive game? It's been a struggle for them this year, but obviously they want to take advantage of an opportunity to play at home. We just got to go play our game. You got to go play, take care of what you can take care of. It doesn't change. 
just worry about what you can control. Go out there and be dialed in, focused on what you can control and do your job. And if you do that at the end of the night, then you have a pretty good chance to be successful. If you get more guys who are dialed in and focused on what they have to do than you don't have, that's good. When you get them all, then you have a special game. Well, we'll look forward to how it turns out on Friday night, 7 o'clock again. The kickoff time will be on the air statewide on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network at 5 o'clock. Don't forget, if you can't get to a radio, we're always available on the TuneIn app and the Georgia Tech game day app. Georgia Tech versus Louisville meeting for the first time ever after Georgia Tech met Bowling Green for the first time ever, and Tech wound up with a resounding 63-17 win. Clint Lynch, the first member in Georgia Tech history of the 1,000-yard rushing, 1,000-yard receiving club, by the way, uh, Carl Polini, Bowling Green's defensive coordinator, he's a Youngstown, Ohio native, just like Clinton's dad. He remembers when he started his coaching career at his high school alma mater in Youngstown. He remembered when Clinton Sr. was tearing it up at, at that same time in high school. So kind of wow. funny how things all kind of come full circle with Clinton and, uh, and his family. He's no longer wearing number 49, though, so you can't joke with him that his number is his 40 time. All right. Yeah, we used to give him a hard time. But, uh, no, Clinton's uh... – been a good player for us throughout his career. We're, we're glad we got him. We're looking forward to eating up more yards. Georgia Tech looking to eat up a win in Louisville. That's the story. Thanks so much for listening to the Paul Johnson Show, Coach. We appreciate it. All right, thanks. For the head coach, Paul Johnson, network engineer, Miller Pope, I'm Andy Demetra. Thanks once again for listening to the Paul Johnson Show. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. Tonight's show has been presented by the following partners. Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got your a winner. Please join us every Monday night throughout the season for the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech Football is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.